chances, but hopefully not yet, because we are loving watching him in the A-League. Could it get worse for the visitors? Salah, Roberto Firmino, it's in, it's seven! Squares it up, chance, would you credit it? Roman Amalfitano and the ten men grab a second goal in front of the red and black block. In goes the corner, cleared on as far as Nelson has to get a shot right. Yes, hello again. Good to have you with us for another edition of the Global Games. Simon Hill and Alex Brosk with you. Plenty to pack in over the next couple of hours. Here's what's on the show tonight. Just seven games to go to secure those final spots in the A-League. Our Western Sydney Wanderers about to end their long hiatus. We're joined by defender Tomislav Merchela. Expressions of interest are closed for the National Second Division. Rabi Kryam for the new Brisbane United bid is with us to tell us why they should be in it. Spencer Pryor on Arsenal's late, late show in the Premier League and Manchester United's abject capitulation. Alicia Carnavas talks A-League women and an Aussie-laden League Cup final in England. And Paul Williams is with us for Football Asia as the Asian Under-20 Cup in both men and women get underway. All to come between now and 11 o'clock here on The Global Game on SEN. Yeah, great to be back with you talking some football over the next couple of hours. As ever, we love to hear your views. A couple of prizes to give away, as we do every week, a Global Game T-shirt featuring the visages of myself and Alex Brosk from Strip Tees and a double pass to an A-League game of your choice. So please get involved. Give us a call, 1300 01 1170. Send us a text, 0457 736 736, or you can tweet us at Global Game SEN. Good to see you too, Alexis. How are you, uh, boys? Good up until about 30 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> I, I've just watched the worst two minutes of football. Um, that now, this I've is ever... from the Australian under-20s who are in that AFC under-20 Asian Cup in Uzbekistan. They need a result against Qatar. And tell us what's happened well, in the opening two minutes. Well, while you were doing that opening uh, little number there, I was watching Australia try and keep the ball in their own box for two minutes, um, losing it three times and eventually conceding a goal. God. Wow. It was embarrassing. Not a good start. Well, no. No. Must win game. Not where you want to be playing football three minutes or two minutes into a game. I guess the only good thing is the goal has come early, Alex Molchanov. Uh, <laughs> Plenty of time to turn it well, around. Well, yes. Let's hope it doesn't end up like Liverpool and Manchester United during the week. Now that I've said it, hopefully it won't happen. Okay. We'll keep you posted on that one. Qatar won Australia nil after three minutes over there in uh, Uzbekistan. Let's get started on a more positive note, if we can, with Starter for Five. Here we go, Broski. Question one. Sydney FC's goal that came from a corner against victory that perhaps shouldn't have been. VAR needs to be in the ref's ear or an intervention too far, I fear. 
No, an intervention too far. I mean, look, it definitely shouldn't <laughs> have been. Thought you might a say that. And, and it, of course, there is going to seem as though I'm, I've got a bias there, which I do. But look, I think we've we've already have enough VAR intervention as it is. We're all pretty clear on supporting the fact that they don't need to get involved with corners, throw-ins. Otherwise, it would just make a mockery of the game. So it is what it is. Uh, we don't want them involved in those smaller details of the game. The referee missed it. It happens in every game. Mm. A throw-in that should have gone the other way, a corner that maybe shouldn't have been. This one, unfortunately, for victory led to a goal. But it is what it is. Won't be long, you know. Won't be long well, before really the calls so? start. Yeah, yeah. We need to have VAR if it if it leads to a goal. We need to have VAR intervention. Anyway, look, to be fair, I'm with you. I don't have that particular bias, but I'm with you. I, You know my views on VAR. Let's move on to question two. Alex Moltinoff, uh, the new National Second Division, the Cronulla Sharks teaming up with Sutherland Sharks to bid for a spot. Multicode clubs are the way to go, or past experience says no. Uh, a couple of reasons I'd towards the latter. The first is because we've seen this before with AFL clubs taking controlling stakes, with the Parramatta Eels taking controlling stakes in football clubs up here. Penrith mm-hmm. Panthers tried to buy the Wanderers yeah. uh, a few years ago. Hasn't ended well. Uh, don't think it would end well again. And number two is the fact that the Sutherland Sharks are having problems running a successful MPL club at the moment. They're one of the favourites to be relegated in the MPL New South Wales. Uh, we need to tread warily with some of these teams that have expressed interest, and I hope that's what Football Australia are planning to do and over the next stage of the process. And we've got Robbie Cryam on from Brisbane United later on. We'll be asking some of those questions. I, I guess the issue is, Broski, as with all these things, when you're looking at new competitions, money talks. That's right. That's right. But you do hope, no, that there is a, an extensive... Uh, bit of work that's done towards making sure that the clubs that do come into this are able to and 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 they run properly and we can sustain this second division mm. my issue with other codes getting involved in football and you're right that we've had it before paramount's of power even you know looking overseas in england newcastle united remember when sir john hall wanted to create this huge newcastle yep. super sporting club including the rugby club the dominant code always looks after itself first which of course it's every right to do and I've no doubt that the Cronulla Sharks see value in a national second division team uh, utilising Shark Park on a more regular basis, maybe getting more government money to upgrade it and make it a better stadium. Does football benefit from that? Maybe it does. I don't know. But I, I'm dubious about it, to be honest. Mm. I, I would rather football clubs exist as, as separate entities. Absolutely. Yeah, and put football first, mm. which what needs to happen. Uh, question three, Broski. This is an interesting one. Cambria United being docked points for fielding a fourth substitute. The officials should be held to account for failing to enforce the laws or it's the club that have erred and should admit their flaws. Look, I think so. And, and it's one of those, it's a strange one. I think when you look at things that have happened uh, more recently with, you know, pitch invasions, cap offences and things like that, they, they, I don't have a problem with, uh, the club's not getting dock points because that's got nothing to do really with the players. I mean, it does to a certain level, but v- minutely, I don't think players are involved. Where in this case here, I mean, in making an extra substitution, hmm. you're putting the other team at a disadvantage. It wasn't on the, the pitch. final minutes of the game, but even I get so, it. I, get I, it. I take your point. But how did it even happen? Well, this is my question: Should the fourth official not be saying, "Hang on a minute, 100%. one, two, three, you've had your three. Yep. Should the player that's coming on not... Re- I mean, as a player, if you're on the bench, you know when all substitutions well, are sorry, being made. Well, sorry, I'll 
put a point of clarification because it was actually the fourth window they'd used. It wasn't a fourth substitute. It was the fact that it was the fourth stoppage that they'd used to right. make the substitution. Okay. So for the players, that makes it a bit more difficult. Not well, really, not really. You know you've only got three times where you can make a substitution. Well, isn't right? that even worse? I mean, should the fourth official not yeah. be saying... hundred oh, percent. Uh, no, you've had your three windows. hundred percent. You can't make one. Anyway, it's an interesting point. Um, and I just think docking three points is, is very harsh. At this time of the, uh, at, at whenever, this time of the whenever, season. And Canberra are pushing that. for finals that's as right, well. That's right. So that's a big disadvantage for them. And... You know, you look back in history to the men's competition, we talked about the victory pitch invasion. Yes, that's not the player's fault. And I, I'm not suggesting for a moment that points should be docked. But given that they were suspended and this has been enforced for what is really a you know a minor breach yep. of the rules, mm. I think is harsh. You can go back even further. Sydney FC breaching the salary cap, season one of the A-League, mm-hmm. were not stripped of the title. They were just docked three points the following season. Perth Glory... Uh, salary cap irregularities, I think it was season 14, 15. They were throwing out the finals altogether. Mm. Anyway, it's a very interesting one. Um, if you've got any views on that, send us a text, 0457 736 736. We've run out of music. We've been going on so long. Uh, question four, Alex Molchinov. The Socceroos' upcoming games against Ecuador. Give the likes of Iran Kunda their opportunity or know the World Cup stars, please, so the fans can show their gratuity. Well, if the World Cup stars are in form which I'd argue players like Craig Goodwin are, they should be there. Um, In terms of the strike force, that's a little bit of a different story. Mitch Duke obviously back in J2 um, at the moment. Look, the future's now. It's the start of a new World Cup cycle. So the preparation has to be, and before that, the Asian Cup. So the preparation has to be the priority for me, at least anyway. I'd like to see you in Kunda, wouldn't you? I mean, I remember when Garen Kwal was brought to squad, everybody went, oh, maybe a bit too soon. He's only a kid, nah. etc. Not for him. <laughs> and I don't think Iran Kunda would have no, any fear. No. no. Anyway, no. we'll see what Arnie does. Uh, question five, Broski. This one's for you. Liverpool seven, Manchester United nil. We'll talk about that in more detail with Spencer Pryor later on in the show. For United, just a bad day on the pitch or more than a glitch? Well, I didn't get up for the game, so I did think there was a glitch on my phone when I <laughs> woke up and, and saw the result. It was, I mean, how good was it, honestly? All these Man United fans in the last couple of weeks getting excited, thinking, you know, we're only six points off City. Mm. Uh, we've got a game in hand. Arsenal will drop points. We're going to win the league, right? And then they cop seven at Anfield. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. So you, basically, you're not interested in the question. You just wanted to no, gloat. No, just absolutely. No, look, I think, to be honest, I don't want to get too excited. If you look at their league form recently, last five matches, four wins and a draw, no goals conceded in those five. There seems to be something building there, and, and for sure we'll ask um, Spenner and his opinion on it. But I I, I mean, I, I fancy them in the run home to at least sort of sneak into that, you know, fourth spot of Champions League. They only have to catch Spurs. <laughs> exactly. Oh, isn't it nice to see Liverpool fans back up and about? <laughs> They've been in hibernation for most of the season. Uh, a couple of texts that have come through. Uh, one from Tui, regular listeners to the show. Hi, Tui. Uh, g'day, gents. Wanted to remind everyone that a second division doesn't solve all the issues in Australian football. I don't believe we suggested it. They did. Uh, has James Johnson been reminded that a profit, proper transfer system and an end to salary cap football could vastly improve football economics more than another tier? Uh, second division, of course, it's necessary, but it isn't the silver bullet. To be fair to him, James Johnson wants a proper transfer system. Mm. He's been trying to introduce it, uh, and he's got it in the second tier of football and right around the country, but just not in the A-League. It's the APL that has resisted that so far. Uh, salary cap, obviously, is a slightly different issue. 
Uh, and this one as well, uh, what's the name on this one at the bottom? Uh, uh, this is from Paul. From Paul. Uh, this is about uh, the Asian Under-20s Cup. He says he's going to have to watch that whilst listening to us today. Uh, yeah, sorry, Paul. It's still Qatar 1, Australia nil. And his question is, who's won the round 19 suspensions for Sydney Derby 3? He says, I suggest that Sydney, he's calling them a different name, but I won't use them that. <laughs> Sydney are at a disadvantage because one, Marcelo got a one-week ban and will only miss the Perth game. And two, Max Burgess got a two-week ban and will miss this weekend as well as the derby. On the face of it, Broski, does seem a little bit unfair. However, 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 the rules, uh, and I've just checked this via the email that was sent out by Football Australia, Marcelo got one game because he was guilty of serious foul play, and Max Burgess, and these are the words of the FA, not mine, was guilty of an assault on a player. That's why he's got two games. And Benny and Kololo's got the same thing for mm-hmm. the Elborn Thomas Love right. Merchula, who's on the show later today, by the way. So both of those incidents, uh, Benny and Kololo and uh, and Burgess, were worse than a two-footed lunging challenge I know. by Marcelo. I'm just reading out what the descriptions are as to why they've got the suspension, but uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Australia have got an equaliser against Qatar. Right. It is uh, 1-1. Fantastic. 12 minutes played in that game. Was it back? Ton Moy has sent us a text as well. Evening, gents. Uh, I think this is slightly tongue-in-cheek. Do you know if Victory will be playing this season? <laughs> After having won Australia Cup last year and finishing second in the league, uh, might be a question for Paul Williams later on the show. Paul's a, a Victory fan and does football Asia, of course. Thanks for that, Ton Moy. And, uh, yes, yeah, slightly tongue-in-cheek. We're heading to a break on the other side of it. We'll wrap up round 19 of the A-League men's competition.